0: i mm-hmm. Good afternoon, good evening. Wherever you find yourself in this entire world, I welcome you. How are you doing, my friend, my warrior? I certainly hope you are feeling a little bit better. And even though this is the Christmas season, I hope you are trying to find a sense of comfort, a sense of peace, even though you are missing that special someone very much. If this is the first year that you've experienced the death of a loved one, and consequently the first holiday season after their death, there's no doubt that this can be an especially painful time. And I wanted to take this opportunity to talk about the vulnerable people in your life who are in need of your care. People like your children, your teens, your young adults, People who are lonely and all alone. People who are in the latter stages of their life, like your grandparents, your parents, aunts, and uncles. In part one today, we will talk about the children and teens. And next week, in part two, we will concentrate on your young adults and your older family members and those who are alone and lonely. I'd like you to take time to really consider each of these vulnerable people who might also be grieving the death of your someone special. First of all, let's look at our children, our younger ones, and then our teens. For the youngest in our lives, their language skills are limited. They really don't have the opportunity to express all that is going on for them. They may act out They may draw pictures of their pain that stun you. These pictures may seem so dark, but what they're doing is letting you know how they feel inside. They might draw pictures of themselves with marks all over their face. They may choose colors that are very dark also, sometimes red and black. They are trying to tell us that they are having a very difficult time, and they are looking for attention because they are in so much pain. It would be wise for you to ask them to draw pictures so you can see whether they are lighthearted or in deep need of your help. Ask them to draw pictures about family. Ask them to draw pictures of themselves. Children need your love and attention, especially at this time of year. If you have several children, it would be wise to set aside some individual time with each one of them. Go into a separate room alone with them and just sit next to them, maybe even on the floor, with pillows and blankets and try to make it a special time for just the two of you. Maybe even bringing in some popcorn and drink. At some point, ask them specifically, so how are you doing? And then say, I'm missing dad so much. How about you? I'm missing sister so much. How about you? I'm missing the baby so much. How about you? I'm really missing grandma so much. How about you? And then just simply let them speak. Sit next to them instead of facing them so there is no intimidation. Cuddle up next to them and just listen to what they tell you. Sometimes there really are no words to express the pain, and they may start to cry, which is perfectly natural. Wrap your arms around them and cuddle them and tell them that what they are feeling is so natural and so normal. Tell them that you feel this way many times too. You also miss that person very much and it really helps when you speak about them out loud to encourage your children to speak about that person regularly as if they were still with us. Let them know that it is perfectly okay, that it will not hurt you if they talk about their father regularly. It will not hurt you if they talk about their sister who died. It will make them feel alive to you again. Listen to what they are telling you. When they ask questions that you have no answers for, like, why did daddy die? Or why did my sister die? You need to be honest and tell them you don't know. You can tell them that they got sick and the doctors did everything they could to fix their bodies. But ultimately, you are not really sure why they got sick to begin with. And sometimes in life, we do not have answers to all that we experience. Life, unfortunately, is not fair. It doesn't always turn out the way we wanted it to, and that makes us feel very sad. But I am here, and I love you, and we will get through this together. Now, when we want to have this conversation with our teens, it will seem a little different because they have language skills to express their pain. Even children who are between the ages of 6 and 12 can give you a better understanding of what they're feeling. But even though they have these language skills, they instead tend to shut their emotions down and may have difficulty confiding in their friends who don't understand what they are going through. And sometimes they really want to come to you for comfort and love. But they might feel a little embarrassed because they're not a child anymore, your teens. So it's up to you as an adult or a parent to take the time to help them understand that you want them to come to you, that you want to have time together, just the two of you, sitting on the floor in their bedroom or other space that's comfortable in your home, where you can discuss the painful emotions that they are feeling. Make that appointment with them on a regular basis. In the beginning, after the death of a loved one, there's no reason why you can't spend a few minutes with them each evening to catch up and make sure that they are okay. And if they start to tear up, wrap your arms around them, comfort them, and tell them that it's perfectly okay for them to cry. They're trying so hard to stay strong for you and for the other members of the family. And that's not an easy job when they're so young. Teens may have taken over some responsibilities now. That their father is no longer there, or their mother is no longer there, or their sibling is no longer there, and you don't have the strength you used to have. So continually acknowledge all that they are doing around the house If that's the case, and appreciate them for the smallest things that they provide for you. It could be as simple as they washed the dishes last night and they weren't asked to. If they offer to help you in other ways, make sure you take the time to acknowledge every little thing they do for you or another young sibling in the family. You may not have looked upon it before but they bring a great contribution to the family. So take the time to look and see what is really going on in your household, even though you are so grief-stricken. Teens tend to dive into their technology, whether that is playing games online with their friends or texting others. And we're all spending more time than usual on social media. It is so very important that you stay connected to your child. What they're saying online, what they write online, what they read online, in social media, is not always good. They may start to follow people online who are not good for them. And it is important that you keep up with this, even though you are in so much pain. During this holiday season, especially, they will be hurting, and they will be looking for others who will comfort them, either online or in person. And even if it's been a while since your loved one died, and you haven't taken the time or knew to take the time to be there for your teenager, there is no time like the present. Apologize for your neglectfulness. Ask for their forgiveness. Explain to them that you were so distraught over the death of your loved one that you didn't give enough time to them when they needed you. But you are here now and want to make sure that they are okay. And even if that takes going into their room every night and loving on them and comforting them, even if at first they may not want you to, You might have to break that shell and mask that they put up just to get through all the pain that they are feeling inside. Teens which do not get the love and attention they need can fall into the wrong crowd. They are just looking to be loved and to have more attention. It's important that you be their crowd, a good crowd. Instead of gangs, Instead of people involved with drugs, instead of drinking excessively, instead of having premature sex, possibly leading to an unwanted pregnancy, which can cause a whole host of additional problems for your family. When your teen is grieving the death of a loved one, they need your guidance. They need your attention. They need your love and care. It is at this time in life when they are trying to find their way, build their identity, and decide who they're supposed to be. And it takes a great deal of time. So when holidays come around, they want to feel special too. They want to know that you're still interested in making a wonderful holiday season for them. All your children will be looking to see how you handle this Christmas and Hanukkah, especially after the death of someone special. Will you still put up a tree? Will you still light the menorah? Will you still give them gifts and make them special? Will you still write personal cards with personal messages to them, letting them know how much you love them and how grateful you are to have them in your life? Will you still get together with relatives if possible and enjoy beautiful meals just like you did in the past? And even though this may be extremely painful for you to do, you can always come together as a family and make decisions on what is possible and what is not. Ask them what they would like to see Christmas Day look like this year. Ask them what they would like to see Hanukkah look like this year. It might be completely different than you had in past years, and that could actually be a good thing. There is nothing wrong with a downsized holiday. It might be even easier on you than it has been in the past. You might not be able to bake 10 different types of cookies as in years past, but maybe this year you'll just bake one. You'll go to another family's house for the holidays so you don't have to cook this year. You'll ask all your children for their wish lists so you don't have to think about what to get them. And you'll tell them that you'll be asking for their help this season. You'll let them know that your energy level is just not what it used to be, and you will ask for their forgiveness. So whether you have very little ones, or 6 to 12 year olds, or teenagers, Give them the tender, loving care that they need. Rebuild a closeness as you grieve together. I'm sending you, my love, a peaceful heart and blessings. So now, let's get up and dance, dance, dance. I know you think this is silly, but please do it for me anyway, okay? Okay. listening in today. Remember to continue to write five things each evening in your journal that you are grateful for. As we move into the holiday season, pick up my book on holiday grief, which you can find on my website, marymack.info. Please subscribe to my podcast wherever you listen to me and share with those who may benefit from it as well. If you can support my podcast, I'd appreciate that too. And as always, remember to be happy because you deserve to. I'll speak with you again soon.